Dig up that old fossil. We'll get to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. Kenton, one of my TikToks went viral this week. I'm very excited about it. Which one? Uh, I just post. It's so funny because it was the dumbest, like very, it was very quick. I was just kind of laying in bed, scrolling through TikTok as you do. And uh, one of those ones with the questions, what is the blah, 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 like the, what is your favorite celebrity interview moment? You'll remember that one was very popular. This one was, what is a random Simpsons moment that will be stuck in your head forever? This guy was asking this question. Then he went on to say his. And for me, it's obvious. It's the one that is, is, is um, forever going to be linked to where I'm from. And that is the, the clip from uh, the episode when they go, when Bart fakes his, gets, gets a fake license and they rent a car and they go on their road trip with Nelson and, and Milhouse and all those guys. And there's the part with the dad where he's like, if you kids don't shut up, you kids can't keep your heads to yourself. I'm going to turn this car around and there'll be no Cape Canaveral for anybody. That's it. Back to Winnipeg. <laughs> around goes back to Winnipeg and we of course were thrilled to hear this is in the 90s when this episode came out and we were thrilled to hear Winnipeg referenced um in the in the Simpsons so that was mine and all it was was I stitched the guy's intro and then my and it was just a clip I wasn't even in this in the TikTok at all it's just a clip and it's gotten over almost 150,000 views so far on TikTok oh you've (laughs) surpassed you've surpassed my Woody Woodpecker I've got I think I'm at 115. Okay, well, that's yeah. funny, but this I got out my how, game. Which one, Woody Woodpecker? I don't remember that one. I probably yeah, it's it. uh, it's just a woodpecker uh, at at Toad Hall Toys going down the thing with Mel Blanc going, Billy <laughs> doing his stick. It's very irritating. It's the most irritating thing I've ever posted, and it's by far the most viewed. So what can you learn from that? I just I, what what can I learn is that it, it it seems to be I don't want to say it's random but it's it's difficult to figure out what it is that creates viral video on TikTok. It could be anything. It really yeah. could. It's it's I think it could be a matter of timing. I hit on the trend right at the right time. I reposted right at the right time. There are a lot of people. It just and now it's dying down. It's been about a week. It was on I believe it was on Saturday last weekend. So it's been almost a week now and it's pretty much dead. I gained about a hundred followers out of it, which is fine. And um, and there's a there's a huge debate going on in the comments about why there was the Winnipeg reference in The Simpsons. Uh, some people are saying Matt Groening is from Winnipeg. Some people are saying his dad is from Winnipeg. Some people are saying he's from Saskatchewan. All kinds of theories going on. So it kind of makes me want to make a TikTok to like to 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 tell people what it is, why it is that Winnipeg is referenced in The Simpsons. But I don't really know myself. I'd have to do the research. You know what's funny about that? You'll pro you'll do a follow up and it'll get two views. That's what's <laughs> That's gonna happen. Because I noticed because I've noticed I put together content for TikTok that I think is solid gold and it gets like 40 views. I put I throw something together that I barely think about. <laughs> That's hundred and fifteen thousand. Yeah. I mean, you tell you tell me what, what I'm supposed to be doing with that. I, I don't think it, I don't think um it rewards careful consideration. I think it rewards on the fly anarchy yeah i think that's what that app wants if you really want to get into the spirit of tiktok you don't you don't plan it out too much 
I think right. the, the ones who are really successful just kind of go with the flow and they do what they do and they do it well. So we'll see. I am planning to uh, post more content on TikTok over the summer because uh, we are on on vacation now from our jobs. We get to take the next few months off uh, to recuperate from this past year of teaching. Um, oh my God. <laughs> so you can uh, follow us on TikTok, follow uh, at Dan Vatabonker and at Kenton Larson. You'll see our TikTok content. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. And it's going to be a really fun summer. I've got lots of fun stuff planned, especially with regards to Star Wars content um we've got a couple of new episodes of the bad batch to talk about since the last episode of star wars nerds uh i've got a cool uh local story that i want to talk about was there anything else happening in the world of star wars this week that we should touch on before we get into the bad batch no (laughs) all right (laughs) not that i'm aware i I shouldn't say that there's always stuff happening in 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 star wars news but this week uh there was nothing that really um oh wait no actually i've got uh some clickbait here okay let's just, let's get into some star wars clickbait first what now what are you talking about huh what goodness gracious me liam neeson claims he was not approached about returning for obi-wan kenobi series dun 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 I guess that's not clickbait because it pretty much just says what it is but this is from starwarsnews.net and it's, it's kind of a non-story. I mean, this is, uh, while promoting his new Netflix movie, The Ice Road, hey, that was shot in Winnipeg. Was right? it? It was shot in Winnipeg, The Ice Road, yes. Liam Neeson was saw, here for that. I saw the trailer for that, and I said out loud, was this shot in Manitoba? Because it looks like it, it looks like it, it was, it looks like um, um, the Harrison Ford movie that was shot on the on the Gimli Ice, K, K-19? How's it about a Russian called? The Widowmaker? How yeah, yeah, but that? This looked, it looked like the same lake. Because it was it's the same the, lake. It was. It's the same goddamn lake. Even though it's not tell. supposed to be. It's supposed to in, in the Russian one, it's supposed to be like somewhere in Russia. I don't know. I didn't see right. that movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's it. Anyway, while promoting that movie, uh, this must have been a while ago because the movie's been out for a while. Neeson appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live and expectedly he was asked about the Star Wars thing. He asked him, he said he has not respond, he has not been approached. He heard you McGregor. So this is actually kind of a non-story. They could approach him anytime. I they mean, could approach him after shootings over. They could approach him so nobody knows. Right. Yeah, and I think that would be their main consideration, right? If they're going to have a Qui Gon um, appearance in this show, it's they they want to keep it under wraps. I don't think they want to let people know about that. It's not like, um, or maybe they will look closer to it, like the Ahsoka Tano thing in uh, the Mandalorian. So, although we did know that Ahsoka was going to be in it right away, didn't we? Did we hear that before the show came out? We knew that. We did know that. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. But I would not want to know about a Qui-Gon Gia. I would want to be surprised by that, right? Yeah, you could imagine it happening, and it still could, I think. That's that's part of, part of what makes this a non-story. Okay. <laughs> Just got, or, or he's lying, which has <laughs> happened how many times in uh, star, pre-Star Wars publicity? Well, how, yeah, and, and for sure, especially if he's under like a um, NDA or whatever, right? So he would have to lie about it. I don't think he would have a problem lying to Jimmy Kimmel about <laughs> No, being in Star Wars, so you're not you're, you're not under oath. By the by the way, I just wanted to say there's thunder over my house right now, cool, and it's it's rumbling, and that that means there's one of two possibilities that suddenly you hear loud thunder, a thunder clap into this mic, and the, or or the um the second thing that could happen is the power could go out completely. So let's get ready just in case. Okay, but isn't your <laughs> computer? Uh, oh yeah, it's got a battery. Just- so yeah, you'll be okay. Wi-Fi, oh, Wi-Fi. I'll go down. Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Well, so anyway, see. let's just see what happened. I, I'm just throwing it out there now in in case. All right. We'll see and, if we and, get to this podcast before the power goes out. 
Is it rumbling at your house? Do you hear the rumbling or is that, is that, is it no. just pre-lunch? <laughs> it could be free lunch. No, I'm I'm in a very soundproof. I don't I generally hear the storms at night. Um, mm. I, I wake up and I see people go, oh, did you hear that at three in the morning? I'm like, I'm not, I, I just sleep right through it. So that kind of stuff. <laughs> I do not hear. It is, it is cloudy outside. It is a bit of a rainy day, but there's no thunder or lightning in my neck of the woods. Um, okay, let's, let's talk about the Bad Batch. I mean, it, we had episodes five and, oh no, sorry, episode six and seven over the last two weeks since the last episode of Star Wars Nerds. Episode six was good. I really enjoyed this one. This is called, um, Sorry, I had it up here. Sorry, was this episode seven today or was it episode six? Episode six was episode six was last week. Oh, got it. Yeah. So that's the one you enjoyed? I did enjoy that one, yeah. The one with the Spice Girls? Was that the Spice Girls? Yes, it Is was. It the, oh, I didn't know that was the Spice Girls. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that was them. They brought them back. And oh. That's why, and that's why last week I said to you, did you notice anything in the Bad Batch? And you're like, no, I haven't watched it yet. I was like, oh, there's something to talk about. And uh, the thing that there was to talk about was the Spice Girls have returned. They've reformed the Spice Girls. <laughs> now, in the, so the Spice Girls were in the previous episode of Clone Wars, the final right. the final run there. They just did like last year, the year, two years ago, I think they finished that. Um, or maybe it was last year. It's all a blur. They dumped so the Spice. They dumped it in a completely boneheaded move. Uh, they dumped the spice, leading to a three-story arc. Hey, something. even even they get boarded sometimes. But I think that uh, um, now that was with Rex and the other clones, right? This was not with a Bad Batch. So right. Bad Batch does not know these Spice Girls. No, no well, did not until until uh, until that episode. Trace and Rafa Martez. Um, so Sid, uh, who is our, now, now that we're seeing like the, definitely the formula here is like Sid has, is their base of operations. So Sid owns this cantina on Ord Mantel is the pronunciation of the, oh, yes, of Mantel. the Mantel. Yeah. Um, so she owns this cantina and basically she's kind of like, um, like, a she's kind of like grief, grief carga in the Mandalorian, right? Like she's the one yeah. who kind of sets up all the deals and, and she gives them jobs and they, she pays them. And we learned in this episode that she's been running up a tab on them that they haven't been aware of, <laughs> like their parking fees and, and all these other little administrative costs that they have to pay her. They owe her money, apparently that they had no idea. Anyway. So last week the emission was for them to um, go retrieve a, what is it called? Some kind of a, a strategy droid or a, um, Tactical droid is what it's called, a separatist tactical droid, which is a really valuable uh, piece of equipment because it has much more processing power than the regular droids, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not if that's what we're doing this no, but we've week. Seen, we've seen these droids before. <laughs> we've seen these droids in the yeah. Clone Wars, right? We know that they, they're the ones who kind of are looking at the whole picture and they're, they're the reason why the stupid droids that are like ridiculously dumb can still be successful i think that's what they're trying to tell us <laughs> so <laughs> you know like it's not because they're not thinking, doing the thinking this droid is doing the thinking for them and telling them what to do and it's just kind of numbers anyway so they have to go after this droid and in the process and i thought this was a great like lots of great kind of action scenes and they're trying to kind of get the droid out of there and, and um oh police droids the police droids were interesting so i'm looking at these police droids that they had in this in this base wherever they were and i'm like why can't they just make those instead of clones <laughs> Like, why don't they just do droid troopers, right? Like the, and those droid, police droids are way better than the actual clone or the actual droid soldiers that they had during the Clone Wars. Uh, it took me longer than most people to realize that the voice of Sid was Rhea Perlman, uh, essentially 
uh, reprising her role as Carla on Cheers. It's not it's not that different. She's running up tabs for people, right? She is, yeah. And there was a yeah. moment in this week's episode that I felt was kind of like Cheers. There's a there's a figure with a hood on. He's sitting at a chair, and there's a moment where this other alien comes up to him and says, "That's my chair." And there's this big argument about it. And that reminded me of the episode of Cheers where the guy sits in Norm's chair. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. <laughs> because like I was sitting here, and he's like, "No, nobody was sitting here." He's like, "No, I mean yesterday." <laughs> it's like Norm. <laughs> That's Norm right. has it, and then he has to trick the person into getting out of his chair in order to get his chair back. In this case, they end up fighting about it, but I just thought that was a funny little, and I don't know if that's a, like a legit Cheers reference or that was just a, a way to get into the conflict, but. Now, uh, now that we know that, uh, that that's Rhea Perlman, I'd say probably if we went back and watched those scenes, I'll bet, I'll bet there's some intentional calls to that. We can, we can go back, yeah, and probably see if that, that's the Cheers of the Star Wars universe. They need a Sam and a Woody though. They don't have a Woody yet. Um, <laughs> So they have, although Woody is in Star Wars, we shouldn't forget that. Yeah. So anyway, so is Cliff. Cliff is also in Cheer in uh, Star Wars and Cheers. Who's Cliff? Uh, Cliff, um, the, uh, John oh, Ratzenberger. Yes. He's in the yeah. he's in the whole Hoth base, right? He's the part of the yes. group. That's right. Oh my oh, God! We should try. Uh, what other connections are there to Star Wars? We're, we're not forgetting anyone, are we? <laughs> oh, we might be. I mean, was uh, Kelsey Grammer ever in Star Wars? I don't know. He was <laughs> not yet. Bringing it back to the Not Simpsons. Yet. He was in the Simpsons. Well, we'll figure that out. Maybe other people yeah. can tell us. If you have any, we want between Cheers and Star Wars. That's what we're looking for. And Ted Danson should star in Star Wars at some point. Oh, that's he'd be given. great in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, he'd be great. So anyway, we have, okay, last week, the, the clones, it is a Mission of the Week episode. So the clones go off. They don't end up getting this robot uh, they're looking for. And they end up running into the what I, I, I didn't realize was the Spice Girls at the time. Um, and that was pretty much it. It was like a really a one-off. Like, and the only thing that really came out of it was that, um, Wrecker, who's the big guy and we're, uh, I'm <laughs> make sure we remember everybody's names this time. Wrecker accidentally hits his head and that in, activates his inhibitor chip chip. So he starts getting a headache and then that continues into this episode. And that really is the, the, um, the crux of this episode is that he's got a headache and the person in the hood who's taking the guy's chair is it turns out it's rex um and we we know rex from his bleach blonde hair <laughs> i i thought it was ahsoka to tell you the truth uh um, in that in that shot because has there ever been a felony anything without ahsoka in it well it could be ahsoka, I, uh, or it could be um i thought maybe saw guerrera could have been saw guerrera as well um asking yeah. him to join the rebellion so but yeah it was it was rex so or Jimmy Smith's. I thought it could be Jimmy Smith's. I did. I really did. The cartoon version, sorry, of Jimmy Smith's. Why can't I think of his name right now? There's a few suspects, but really, when I thought really hard, it had to be Ahsoka or Rex. It had to be. Yeah. So uh Rex uh joins them. And um why is he there again? I don't I don't remember. He uh because the Spice Girls warn him or tell him, and it seemed unclear. Like on, on one hand, it almost seemed like they were warning the dark side. That oh, there's some clones here that uh, have not been impacted by the order, um, and so uh, so it was unclear as to whether. And then I thought, well, if it was someone from the dark side, it could be Darth Maul, maybe, or it could be some, you know, who knows? I was oh, trying to think about like, but but no, they were talking to Rex yes. to, to basically tell him. Yeah, the the sisters in the previous episode, the Spice Girls were yeah. working for Rex when they were trying to get that that. Um, Droid, they were looking, Rex was the one who actually wanted that. So they told Rex about the clones, about the Bad Batch. Rex tracks them down. Um, I hope she doesn't tell anybody else. <laughs> it seems like they, mm. like, uh, seems like it's, <laughs> seems like it's not a good idea for the Empire to know where they are. And it seems like 
that's pretty obviously going to happen in the next couple episodes. Yeah. Um, and so this episode is really all about them uh, getting the chips out. Like they 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 Did run into all Rex. Of them? Did all of them get the chips out? Because we well, didn't we don't see know. that. We didn't see that. No, we just saw Wrecker. Wrecker was the one exhibiting symptoms. He had a headache. He was like, I guess, hitting his head, activated the chip. Although I did not get that. I had to read that to be, to, to understand. I was not, that was not clear in the show that that's what happened. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a frustrating thing to watch the show when you know there's going to be a bunch of episodes. And then every once in a while, someone gets a headache. It's like when somebody has a cough. And in a show, you know, like it's only a matter of time. They're like, what episode does this character die in if they have Where's a cough that? in this episode? So it's the same kind of thing. They've, they've been teasing this. Have you seen Sweet Tooth yet on Netflix? No. So that's the one that just dropped last week. And it's about it's about a pandemic. It's funny because it's not like the one that's happening right now. It's about this virus that, that goes over the world. And this one kills everybody. It's like way worse than COVID. Uh, but the one symptom that's telltale, the one telltale symptom is a, a shaking pinky finger. If their pinky finger is like, like spazzing or, or like, you know, shaking, that's a, that's a sign that you have the disease. So, so this is the same kind of thing. A headache means your chip is activated. Uh, so they, they take him to a junkyard. They end up going to this big junkyard planet um, full of ain't like wrecked uh, cruisers and that kind of stuff. And the reason that they do that is because Rex um, is taking him to like the medical unit on that ship on one of those ships where he got his chip removed. We remember that from like the final episodes of the clone wars, he got his, his chip removed there. So they're going there to take out Rex's chip or sorry, a, a Wrecker's chip. And I think that was like the primary focus. I think eventually we're going to see them. Every, I don't think anybody else's chip is out right now after this episode, but I think they have to like do that. And now at the end of this episode, of course, we see that they've been seen by the guild, by the wrecking guild or the scrapping guild or whatever the hell they are. They look like, <laughs> they, they look like the Knights of Ren. Like everyone, has like they a do. cool helmet on like they just look like a cool kind of warrior race but they're just like garbage men basically yeah and they warn they, they say let's call the empire and <laughs> that's the end of the show and so we know what's gonna uh well they have they have they've let the bad guys know where to find uh where to find the bad batch so we should see some good war action coming up i don't really i don't know how many episodes there are to tell you the no, truth and i don't it know if, say it does not say no. anywhere it says it just it does like sometimes on wikipedia or imdb it'll have like other episodes listed but nothing there because they know there will be episodes they just don't know what they're called yet but this has nothing it just lists up to episode seven and that's it it doesn't say any future episodes so to be honest, the next one could be the last episode. Like we could see episode eight and the empire shows up, crosshairs shows back up. We know he's got to come back at some point. Yeah. Right. Um, and they show up and they have to fight their way off of that planet or something like that before they have to get all their chips out of their heads and then get off that planet and get away from the empire. I imagine that's, what's going to play out over the next episode or over the next few episodes. So, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens, but I, uh, I thought, I thought today's episode was okay. I liked it. There's some good action in there. Um, some interest, you know, so sort of some interesting stuff in terms of I'm glad that we finally addressed the chip issue, which which uh, like week after week, you're like, is this thing going to finally go <laughs> today the day that this thing's finally so I'm glad that um, they addressed it and got it under control. So that part's good. Um, I thought the, pre the prior week, I was starting to get kind of like, 
kind of bored with the episodes. There's a couple in there that just weren't quite as well. The, the, the formula of it isn't great. Like yeah. the formula of the mission of the week and that stuff kind of works for the Mandalorian, but it doesn't necessarily work for this because it's so familiar to us. Like this is exactly what the other cartoons did. This is what yeah. rebels did. This is what um, clone wars did. And I didn't see the resistance one, but I assume it's the same thing. This is what episodic television is. Right. Mm-hmm. So um I, I prefer the ones that are like more like the one like today's episode that are more centered around the main story of what's going to happen to these guys, what's happening around the empire. That's also interesting to me. Uh, what did we have today? There was something interesting that came out of this episode regarding that. I don't remember what it was now. About the empire? Yeah, about them taking over. I just think it's happening really fast. Like, to me, it seems to be, and I again, we have no sense of what the time frame is here, but I imagine it's only uh, weeks or months maybe. Uh, but it seems like the Empire, it's like all of a sudden, boom, no more Republic, now it's the Empire. And it seems like everything happens overnight. That's what it seems like to me. And I, maybe it's just because that's the way the show is depicting it. Um, but I just feel like it's, it's happening very, very quickly, right? The Empire is everywhere. Everyone knows what the Empire is. I feel like there would be a longer transition period between uh, the Republic and the Empire. Yeah, I think sometimes Star Wars, like even Yoda saying in uh, Attack of the Clones, begun the Clone Wars have, when he says that, and you're like, what, you were already calling it the Clone Wars? Like the branding, the, the branding is is instantaneous Well, the branding in the, in the Star Wars <laughs> the, brand, the, the naming of it was in 1977 when he mentioned it as a, as a uh, throwaway line. And I don't know if he ever intended to go, I, I guess Lucas intended to go back to it, right? He did go back to it, but... Um, yeah, you don't need to announce the clone. Like, we didn't call it World War One until after the war, until we had a second <laughs> one, right? There we go. <laughs> um, wait, wait a sec. Did they call it World War Z before or after the zombie? <laughs> Brad Pitt looks into the camera and goes, yeah. begun World War Z has. Because <laughs> I say it's called that, the end. Yeah, I agree, though. I, I, like the, uh, the episodic part, I don't like too much. Again, I just like the details about it, right? The, the question that I had before... We did. We didn't establish, did we? That uh, or did I miss it? That they all had the chips taken out. Like we know, we know one of them did, and it looked like he had a scar, right? Where he had it oh, taken out. Yeah, I think Rex has a scar on his head where that was taken out. Although I didn't see a scar on Rex's head after he no. came out of the machine. But maybe we weren't looking at the right angle or something like that. Um, oh, wait a I, sec. Maybe he did. Maybe he did have one because they okay. show him lying on his side. I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not sure if it was already there or if that's a new one, but if the other ones don't have that mark, does that mean that there we got to, now we got to wait for their chip to go yeah. off or I, is, I is, think is they have to, to, I think they're going to try, like, I think what their plan is, is to stay on that cruiser and, and get everybody's chip out one at a time, okay. even though they haven't activated, they don't want to take the chance of it activating and them turning on their friends. Cause that's it. That is, we skipped over the part, but that is what happened to Wrecker. His chip did activate. And right. for, for a brief period, he was like, you're violating order 66. I have to kill all of you. And even the kid, which I don't understand. Um, Cause it's a kid. It's not a soldier, you know, like, don't you, wouldn't you just take them prisoner or something like that? I'm not really understanding. I thought order 66 was about the Jedi, not about other clones. Right. So I'm just confused as to what the yeah. uh, what exactly does this chip do? Um, the order. What is what does the order cover? What is What's what exactly print? is Order sixty six? Exactly. What what does this entail? Some of them start mopping floors. It's like <laughs> orders for them. Order sixty six meant you have to clean every surface that you see. Yeah. For if, others, if they had to start cooking. Them. Others had to start working at re- <laughs> in retail. They just kind of like <laughs> separated. All the clones have now gone off to work in the private sector. And yeah. they're, they're doing their different things. So 
<laughs> okay, so I, I like where you went with that because that didn't occur to me that the episode ends and then they go get their chips removed too. So we can start the next because I, I was ha- I was happy that Rex said, no, you're ticking time bombs as long as they're in your head. Yes. Because I thought, thank you, because now we don't have to worry about it. If we take care of it in this episode, then we can move on to another storyline. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to continue the storyline because those of those um, the, the trash guild people. So I think they're going to be in the process. They're probably going to get a couple more out. Probably the last mm-hmm. one because he's got to run the machine is... Um, is tech he's the he's the smart guy he's the uh, donatello of the group and probably he'll be the last one uh, because he's running everything else but um and i also predict maybe um hunter hunter would also be maybe the last one because uh he's the leader and so i think they're going to be in the midst of getting that those chips out when they're going to be attacked by the empire the emperor is going to show up so not all of them will have the chips out and then there's going to be like somebody else is going to get turned to order 66 before the end of the season they're gonna have to get that person either kill that person or switch them back i mean it seemed pretty easy in the end all you do is stun the guy and he was like the, the stun <laughs> uh, the stun gun does not get enough credit in the star wars universe they don't use it often enough they should be using it for yeah. everything i mean that stunner like it just kind of it knocks people out what else why else would you why would you want to shoot somebody when you can just stun them right then it be then it becomes like too much like star trek well then where you, like every two seconds it. You don't even have to aim it because it's this big circle that goes like that. So it just covers everything. Stormtroopers should be using stunners because they can't aim anyway. Right? The only time they say set for stun on Star Wars is when they shoot at Princess Leah. Yeah. Is it when, when, when you shoot at a name actor, you must set for stun. When you shoot at anybody else, it's just like kill, shoot Any to extra, kill. Who cares? Extras are, are dead. Yeah, right. that's right. Set to stun. That's right. Because they want to take your prisoner because they want to learn what the rebel base is. Right. So, uh, you know, but you're right. I, I'm, I don't want them to start using it too much in Star Wars either, because as I say, it's too Star Trek. It is, someone it needs to say the order. Yeah. Every time you need somebody to say set for stun and it just gets, we don't need that. Yeah. Make so a decision. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, so, we'll see. <laughs> some other interesting dip, tidbits from this week's episode is I like the popcorn, whatever. What do they call it again? I don't remember what they called it, but it was like it was essentially like candy corn or popcorn or some kind, right? Where uh, um, Wrecker and the girl Omega go on their little snack run. I think that's what they do. Like, like they're like, "Can we go do it?" And then and Hunter's like, "I guess." Like he's very like reluctant to let them go. And then all we do is we see them go get popcorn, and I think that's all they do. But they're charging it to Sid <laughs> for some reason. It's like put it on Sid. They're allowed to like use Sid's credit with this popcorn stand. Uh, and that's also running out their tab, as as we as we found out. They have a tab with Sid. Did we talk about that already? I don't remember if yeah, we mentioned yeah. that on podcast. So yeah. yeah, they have a tab that they have to pay off. So they've got to look for a big job to make enough money. Didn't she just make a ton of money off that last job? Like at the very beginning of this episode, we see them kidnapping some kind of lizard creature, which they get, and she gives them like three pieces out of a huge box full of credits. <laughs> like it seems like they paid you back, Sid. I don't know. I don't think you're being completely honest with the with the uh, bad batch here. We're not sure how money really works uh, in this universe, except uh, the Mandalorian melts it down for his well, best car. Best car is right, the, right. that's yeah. the, the money paid for in the Mandalorian. This is also like a piece of metal, some kind of piece of metal. It looks like a little um, also it looks like a little thumb drive. Actually, it looks like one of these things, like a little yeah. thumb drive made out of metal that you would hold. And that's supposed to be like a coin. I imagine now we've seen the empire is trying to switch everybody over to credit. They have them, you get your chain code and here's your, all your money will be converted to this money. So they're trying to make people in the system, but I imagine the criminal element is still going to want cold, hard cash, right? They're still going to want to use that. So the criminal element will still be using 
Beskar or other um, precious metals in the Star Wars. I was going to say Latinum, but that's, again, that's Star Trek. That's not, uh, that's not Star Wars. So we need to know what other precious metals are in the Star Wars universe besides Beskar, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what else there is. Well, there's got to be more. There's yeah. got to be uh, vibranium yep. floating around there. Yep. Something like <laughs> that around. for sure. And, and uh, some adamantium. <laughs> oh, yeah. We need some of that as well. Yeah, no doubt. That way yeah. you can burn people alive and still have their exoskeleton going, rah, 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 running around. I guess that's not an exoskeleton. Still have their skeleton going. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So there we go. So that's the uh, anything else from this episode that you uh, or last two episodes that you thought were interesting? Well, I'm going to say I just in a general sense, I still enjoy the Bad Batch more than I thought I would. And I still kind of look for it. I wake up on Friday morning and think, oh, that'll be that'll be nice to watch that. All right. I'll give it a I'll give it a watch. So um, even though I sort of complain about episodes where not a lot happens, I think overall um, the show has been OK. It's been like a good continuation of the Clone Wars. Like I said, I think the, what's keeping me watching is the the era in which it's happening. Like, I really am interested to see how this transition from the uh, Republic to the Empire happens. And I think that's what this is meant to tell us. So I. Uh, I am quite enjoying it as well. Um, I'm going to guess that uh, it's going to be either next week, eight episodes is the final one, or um, 10 episodes maybe. Although they did nine for WandaVision. So they might, it's just, there's no rule that says they have to have 10 episodes, but it's very close. I feel like we're oh. very close to the end of the uh, season. Have they really not announced how many there are, or are we just out of the loop? No, I don't think sure. they've announced how many. I'll just, I'll Google. I've it. not heard it anywhere. I mean, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of Star Wars podcasts and read a lot of Star Wars news, and I have not seen. Um, well, when I type in episodes. Bad Batch How, the first question is many episodes. Uh, it says 16 episodes. Oh, shit. Oh, no way. Oh, wow. I'm completely off. So it's it's double like what a general streaming TV season is these days. Well, that means, okay, so that means we're going to get another whole other, yeah, it says right through till August. Interesting. Wow. Okay, so well, we're going to have to... So next week, we're at the halfway point. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a that's crazy. So, there, yeah. Well, there, that changes everything. And that means that there's going to be way more coming. Like This will be an arc that will be... So that maybe next week, then we'll go back to a, um, a, a mission of the week kind of thing. I wonder. So that's what's going to be... Uh, that actually makes me more interested to see what happens, knowing that there's that many... Yeah, I think that, you know, like The Mandalorian, it, it was Mission of the Week, Mission of the Week, episode about the main story. Mission of the Week, it got, kind of went like that, right? So I think that's what we'll get. We'll get a couple more Missions of the Week, although we are going to have to get out of the situation in the trash, in the junkyard somehow. Do you notice how, like, I don't know if this is, uh, and this is nitpicking, I know, but, like, when they approach this this cruiser, like this essentially Star Destroyer, it's, like, on an angle, right? It's, like, in the ground like this on an angle, but when they get into it, everything's flat. <laughs> How does that work? When they're inside that ship, everything is I perfectly okay. Now, is that because the gravity generators are still working on the ship? Maybe. But it was just weird. I'm like, come on. Everything should be in an angle. You know, guys, we should we should be realistic about this. And not just that. One of the characters says, um, why don't we just land closer to that? And they're like, well, no, you can't because uh, they're patrolling or whatever. It's like, well, why aren't they patrolling where you landed? <laughs> <laughs> how can you tell where they're that is like until you've central, actually landed the damn thing that question could be asked of almost any star wars movie or tv show why didn't you land closer that happens all the time it's a standard procedure in star wars you gotta land at least half a click out from your destination 
the Mandalorian and Boba Fett park their vehicles far from the top of the mountain where baby Yoda is sitting, but the death troopers go straight to the top of the mountain. <laughs> so you could, yeah. you could have eliminated the middleman there. Probably the best one is in uh, rogue one when, um, the uh oh, what's his name parks like a mile away from mads mickelson's house when he's coming to get him back to finish the death star oh yeah uh, he's like i mean just so we can have that long walk in with the death troopers that's the only reason and it was a great like the scenery looked great it was a great set a great uh place to shoot but there was no reason for them to, to park when you think about it start houses in the star wars universe like i know we see uh landing pads on spaceports and that kind of stuff but at some point you're gonna have to have a landing pad at your house right like when you're living in star wars if you're well off if you got the money to have your own ship you're also gonna have your own spaceport so well, i guess maybe mads mickelson wasn't well off to have his own but you think that he could land closer to the farm well he didn't you don't need it if uh, there's fields everywhere but why, why they landed like that could be a funny scene in a movie where they land and they have to walk all the they way. They just have to walk going, and show the and entire way. <laughs> Why do we park yeah. so far? You have to stop to eat. <laughs> I'm hungry. So <laughs> I think lay down a blanket and have a little picnic. I was hoping that we're going to have to take a break over the summer um, for this podcast. And I was hoping that we'd be able to finish up the Bad Batch before that. But I guess what we're going to have to do is, is take a break and then come back and talk about the Bad Batch after it's done. If it's going till August, we can come back in September and talk about the whole um series and the other thing i want to do over the summer at some point is record our viewing of the rise of skywalker that actually might even be a good uh oh yeah season premiere for the podcast once we, like when we come back in the fall we'll have that ready the uh the two yeah. of us watching the rise of skywalker together we'll do that in a two-part um episode and then um and then yeah i would like to to talk about the bad batch and then we can actually start looking at um you know the book of boba fett will be a few months away at that point so we'll be able to start looking at that as well uh one more thing i want to talk to you about before we wrap up today and that is on the toy front and i thought this was really interesting uh, a local comic book store here in winnipeg uh recently was um they they put on their Facebook page they've they've come into position of a collection of Star Wars figures, vintage Star Wars figures, original in the package. These are these are. Have you seen this? Okay, so this no. is uh these are like these are from all three original uh, movies as well as droids and Ewoks. There's a couple of figures from those as well. Um, hold on, let me just Ooh. look here. Do you want to take a guess as to how much I'm selling them for? I'm sorry, which, uh, th this is like a local collectibles shop? Yeah, this is Galaxy Comics. They're located on Henderson. Okay. Um, and they have here, I'm going to show you uh, this photo. I'm going to share my screen with you so you can see this. Uh, just so you can see, this doesn't show the prices. This just shows the, the figures. So you can maybe see like what we're talking about here. Oh, my God. How, where did they get these? They, 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 got a, they bought a collection, somebody's collection so that's insanity isn't that crazy so these are like mint condition in the box you can probably see some price tags down here we have oh. general general um what's his name again Maidine. general Maidine from our printer yeah Maidine, yeah it's 175 dollars for that one uh here's one that's uh luke skywalker in his uh jedi knight outfit you can see the original price tag up here a dollar 99 that was the original price tag Whoa. when it was purchased they want $350 for it. Oh, and they, and like, the bubble's yellow. The yeah, bubble's the, yellowed, which yeah. often happens. Yeah. So that one. Wow, is, I can't believe this. 
and it's faded. You can see it's faded. You can see actually it was marked down. It was like there was another sticker underneath it for $2.59, and then it was marked down to $1.99. This is on their on Galaxy Comics Facebook page yeah. if people want to check it yeah. out. Uh, we got Yoda. This was, I, I love this figure. This is one I actually had. I didn't have a lot of Star Wars figures, but I did yeah. have this one. Uh, Yoda with his little snake around his, his uh, neck and his was really cloth my friend had the play set that came with it as well no it was a separate thing but um he did have the play set so this one was originally $1.44 at zellers and they're selling it for $450 it's probably because it's got the cloth cape right is that worth more yeah so there's yoda that's and well you know what these these actually um in, in terms of collectible dollars, this isn't the most expensive I've ever seen, to tell you the truth. What I'm what I'm curious about, do you have the droids figures? Uh, yeah, they don't have the one that's worth a lot. There, so here's, a, C here's C-3PO. Still, this is one is a $3.99. You can see it was $3.99 at Eaton's. Uh, this is uh, now $450 for uh, Star Wars. This is from The Empire Strikes Back. And this one, here's one from Ewoks. This is, uh, I don't remember this character's name, and it's not set anywhere on the box. It says Star Wars Ewoks it's from the, the TV green. series. What is it? This is the bad guy. The bad guy was on Ewoks. And it doesn't say his name anywhere, but it's $400 for this figure. And it comes as this little gold yeah. coin. Oh, does it say his name on the coin? Urga. Urga. Something like that. Urga Dulok or something. That's yeah. his name. So there you go. It says it on the coin. Yeah. Here's this guy from the droid series. This is the only droids. They have a double of this. They have two of this one. So this guy's, again, I don't know his name. It says Kez Iban Fringe or something like that. And, but the one, wow. that's not the one that's the money from droids, right? It's a different guy from droids, right? Yeah, it's uh, Vlix. Vlix is the one that's a oh, billion wait. dollars. Do they have it? Is that who no, that that's the grandpa. Who's that guy? That's Grandpa Joe. Oh, that's I, the gra I, okay, Grandpa Joe. <laughs> There's Bosk. Yeah. They got uh, Tebow. They got Tebow from the Return of the Jedi. He's an Ewok. So there you wow. go. If you're interested, if you got a couple hundred bucks to to drop, and you're interested in uh, in some vintage Star Wars figures, that's pretty good. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen ones in the box like I that in the package. It actually looks cool. like what a store with that stock the figures look like back in the day. It actually looks like it's so well yeah. stocked. And um, I would suggest that the person who um, collected these would be my age unless they bought them from someone else who was my age, because this is, this is um, if I would have kept all of my figures in the original packaging, that's, I would have that collection. So it has to be somebody uh, mid fifties to early sixties. Well, I don't know, because don't you think that person also would have taken them out of the package? Like when you're a kid, you don't think about how these things are going to be worth. Like, it feels like the person who bought these knew they were going to be worth something. Potentially. Right. And that was very difficult, very difficult to to predict back back when wow. these came out. Right. And it's it's over the course. I mean, droids. This is over the course of the three movies and the droid series. So this is into the mid 80s that they were collecting these. Right. So this is a very. I tried collection. to have my cake and eat it when I bought figures because I opened them up, but I saved all of the cards. And, and and so oh, I had okay. the cards, but they they were open, and I had the figures, and I, I you know um, I ended up selling the cards to somebody who's probably now ripping people off, saying, "Look, it's the original thing in the card, probably," but um, I hope not. Um, but um, I, I would imagine there were people who just wanted to keep them on the card. I remember because they liked them that because they like they like to look at them. And yeah. um, they, they, it was almost like a mu museum piece. So I know that people did, I, I knew people back then who 
who um, didn't open up the figure on the card. So really? it wouldn't surprise me if that, yeah, like there, yeah, there's, you know, and it's to some extent, I mean, I was already, you know, when Return of the Jedi came out, I was past playing with figures, yeah. but I just bought them and I, and I opened them up for display purposes. Uh, but I, but I could have just easily left them in the card and leaned them against something, put them on a bookshelf or something. So I'm sure some people actually did that. Are all of these Return of the Jedi? Uh, no, there's some Empire parts? Strikes Back. I don't know that there's any original Star Wars. Let me look at it again quickly. Sorry, I'm not going to share, but I'll just look at it. I don't think, I can't see any from Star Wars. These look like Jedi. They mostly look like Jedi. There's a couple of Empire Strikes Back. And yeah, it doesn't look like there's anything from the original movie. The, that that makes more sense. Yeah. So there you go. That, that's that the means, era when you could find it. Yeah, and there, that means that means that you know it was after that initial push when they didn't have they mailed everybody the cardboard they didn't have the figures then they knew there was going to be a demand so that the person probably realized that at that point and started started collecting these and keeping them in the um, keeping them in the packaging. Well, that was also um, like I remember right after Return of the Jedi, like once it was finished in theaters, you know, I'd, I'd still look when I was in the mall and stuff, and there was. Um, there was um, a store at Unicity Fashion Square called um, Leisure Leisure World, I think. And it was your basic craft store with one display of Star Wars figures. And I remember like a year after Return of the Jedi left the theater, they still had a well-stocked Return of the Jedi set of figures hanging there. And I'd go look at them and there was never anything new. So I never bought any of them. And at, a, at, at, at some point they were like 99 cents each. And I was like, no, I just need one. I just need one. I don't need to come back and buy books. But it would have been quite possible to buy the whole collection you see here for probably 99 cents a figure. With the exception, droids and um, Ewoks figures weren't that ever easy to come by. They were. I saw them. I saw them. But they were not. It was not something that you saw like for 10 years running like those Return of the Jedi figures, which yeah. just had a way of sticking around unlike yeah. any of the other ones. That's interesting. One more thing I want to Very show you again. Cool. This reminded me of something else I saw this weekend. I was off in Toys R Us um, looking for a board game. I was looking for a regular Monopoly. You know how hard it is to find regular Monopoly? Because oh. it's like all the other Monopolies. Are, it. It's like there's a million different versions of Monopoly. And now, even the ones that you think are going to be like the, the, I bought what I ended up buying was the one with the, the electronic banking <laughs> electronic banking so I'm like oh fine I mean I, whatever so it's got this little machine that you don't have to deal out the money that's all I thought was different no 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 it's a completely different game they changed it they changed the properties the game is not it's complete anyway blah 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 don't buy that version of Monopoly I went to Toys R Us I also saw this I always cruise through the Star Wars section when I'm at a toy store and I saw um this is an interesting new um trend in star wars i think it's it looks like it's a it's a play set so they've got yeah. a couple different play sets here they've got one here this is from uh cloud city the carbon freezing chamber from cloud city and then they have another one the tantive four from um the original first scene really in star wars like when they when the stormtroopers break through they're fighting the stormtroopers in the hallway the hallway yeah so they've got that and then i can't yeah. remember if there's anything else i couldn't see anything else behind it but what's interesting to me is that so the place okay, play sets when we were kids places were huge like the, the darth uh the death star play set which is a huge big thing and the uh the millennium falcon was big it was it was to scale with the characters right so you could play with the characters this is basically just a platform i think this is just for posing i think the yeah. nature of of a place that has changed right 
So in the past, we would reenact scenes from the movie with this when we were kids. Now I think this is for the adult collectors who can actually take out, they like to take out their figures and pose them and take photos of them. That's what this is. Yeah, it's it's for uh, Instagram photos, if anything. I mean, why else would you buy a picture of a hall or a model of a hallway, a white hallway? You know, like it's uh, it's kind of cool because you could, um, I mean, they're showing the the on the picture on the box is episode four. But yeah. you could very easily have Darth Vader standing there from Rogue One, yeah. getting ready to slice well, up. There's, the... there's Darth Vader there in the yeah. in the photo in the, on the box. They have him there at the end when there's all these other um, things. But it, I, I'm assuming it does. Does it come with a figure? Oh, it does. It comes with a Rebel Fleet Trooper. Okay, cool. And this one, does this one come with somebody? Who's this come with? Stormtrooper. Yeah, it looks like it does. It comes with the uh, Stormtrooper. It should come with. Should become with Lobot. <laughs> it should. It should. It really should. There he is, yeah. right there. He's on. He's on yeah. the. He's on the image. So this is. I think this is kind of cool. It's fifty three bucks, which seems pricey for that that small of a set. But hey, I guess people will pay it. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so I thought that was neat. And they also had while I was there, they also had um, the uh, Empire Strikes Back figures that I was talking about. For they had they had a lot of Landos. Lando was the peg warmer really? at Toys R Us this weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> who knew all the lobots well, were gone any figure that's produced in vast quantities um will ultimately that will ultimately be its fate you no know, regardless of how much how high demand is when it first comes out well like hey once you satisfy the demand that's that's when it's just gonna start sitting there collecting and and maybe grandma will buy one for a kid's birthday or something but everybody who's who really wants it has probably got it now this is a question maybe for somebody who's worked retail but i don't know how do these things come in do they come in like in a, as a set like when you, when you get a shipment do you think they get a shipment of different figures or do actually you know because you ask about this right when you go to yeah. uh game stops so what happens There's a bo- when you see them um when you see them open the box it's a box it's a box and they open it up and and there's a you know there's a set quantity of everything but it'll be like two stormtroopers two landos one greedo so they, they wouldn't send you a box full of landos then no i think there's okay. always um you know uh, i think you'd have to find out uh, you know what how they figure out how many of each figure to put in each box because i mean uh, to this day it's still not easy to find mandalorian figures kicking around i i don't get the sense that those ever flooded the market which is no. why you still see people seeing for, looking for them online and stuff but i don't know i don't know how they come to that how they come to what what what's in the box and in fact some websites will even take pre-orders uh, from you and then we'll send you your box and they always um they always tell you um who like what quantity of each figure will be in the sealed box so that's something i guess that kenner tells uh retailers ahead of time interesting but okay who knows who knows why i was just trying to think i, I mean, thought, I'm I thought sure they have some... yeah i thought Sorry. there was a uh the 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 reason that they had all those Landos is just because they got a shipment of Landos and that was it. That could have been it too. But no, it looked like there were empty pegs around it. It looked like someone had been there and had cleaned out all the desirable uh, figures. So I think that does happen yeah. uh, at that Toys R Us anyway uh, near me. So Well, I'm glad you took those pictures. I st- Have you got your second dose of the vaccine? Not yet. Point, no, no, no. I'm going in uh, uh, first week of July is my appointment. So no, I have not got my second dose yet. I still wasn't able to uh, make my appointment for that. Um, I'm still waiting. Maybe today might be the day, but um, uh, I, I don't <laughs> qualify yet. I don't qualify yet. I guess they're waiting to uh, vaccinate good-looking people. Oh. That's right. But uh, but but, uh, but um, 
Uh, I'm glad you got out into the wild and saw that stuff because I really have not. I went, actually, I went to GameStop a couple weeks ago in and out really fast. Like that's right when the new lockdown came. Yeah. So I was like, they could, one person in the store at a time. So I ran in and took a quick peek. I didn't want to, and there's somebody waiting outside the store. So I didn't want to be too long. So I just took, looked really fast, had the usual weird conversation with the GameStop employee and then ran out the door and there was really nothing new that I saw. So that Galaxy Comics thing is unbelievable. It's great. And I'm glad that you're showing it to me online because I think if I showed up there in person and saw it, I think uh, I might lose control. You'd be, you'd be $400 later, money. I think. What? Which one would you want? Oh. If you could get one of those ones I showed you, which one would you want? The Luke one? Or that one's kind of yellow? That you, well, you know what my problem is? And my problem is, is I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm buying 10 of these things or I'm buying none of these things. Oh my so God. My, my have... concern would be that I would drop like $4,000 and I'd probably talk myself into it by going, well, you were at home for the pandemic. You might as well buy, you might as well spend some money. You haven't spent any in a year. <laughs> you haven't got a vacation. But, so, They've got Leia as right. Boosh. They've got Leia as, in, in the disguise, oh. uh, Jabba's Palace. They've got the droid. that looks like a skeleton kind of. Yeah. It's one of those like droids that are in the, um, in Jabba's Palace as well. Is that EV, EV99, I think? Uh, if I'm not I mistaken, I might be wrong. No, no, it's B8, 8B, 8D8 or something like that. Oh, 8D8, yeah. yeah. Sorry, 8D8. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got the... I got my uh, two droids mixed up. I yeah. mean, this is right up my alley because Jedi is my favorite of the of the original movies, and they've got like Lando in the disguise, uh, Jabba the Jabba's palace disguise. They've got a scout trooper. They've got oh man. Fortuna. They've got all the Ewoks. They've got another one of the Skiff guards. It's awesome. Like I I, I kind of just want to go down there and look at it. Wow. So, yeah, I, I do know. too. I'm with you. I could, I could definitely go, Hey, maybe, um, Oh no. Well, by the time we get our second doses, how many will be left? We'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll go down when I get a chance. I'll see how many we'll, we'll talk. We'll report back and see well, how maybe, many are left. I'm certainly not going to drop $400 in one of these figures. No, but what I was thinking is it would be a good episode to go down there and record, uh, maybe record a little video or something oh, or maybe too. a little audio about what we see there yeah yeah that'd be super cool that's a good idea okay well, well something i will get it done we'll get it up online we'll, we will report well, back. second dose After the I, second i'm not going anywhere no, yeah no, i'm not going anywhere until i get my second okay. dose i want I'm my two dose thing. summer kenton i gotta get my two dose summer all right me too <laughs> gotta get the two, gotta get the double dose that's gonna do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. Where did you dig up that old fossil? That's no moon. No, I am.